think of a person in your life where you just want to always bump into them. You just treasure and value the things that they say. Maybe it's someone that's a mentor to you, or maybe they're not, but you just really wish they were. The power of positive thinking, it's not just thinking. It's creating that for other people. And as a trainer in the classroom, when we are that person to our learners, it makes for a really great experience. I'm Becky pike Puth with the Bob Pike Group, and here are a few ways to create that engagement with your learners, but also it could be with your peers in the workplace. That's a great place to practice so that you can be really good when it comes to the classroom. No one likes a negative Nelly or a negative Ned. It's just time to be positive. So here are a few things. You've already heard this, right? It's who you surround yourself with. Uh, So are you surrounded by positive people yourself or maybe you're not? If you're a training manager, are you hiring positive people or people that maybe aren't so positive? We want to make sure that we are that person in the classroom. We are the person that fits the culture of the company but also creates that positive effect on others. Um. Another way that you can be positive and to encourage people to engage them just in conversation as well as in the class is to take care of yourself. Um, I, I know that the days that I actually eat breakfast, that I have a good lunch, that I sleep well the night before, that's a huge one for me. I need nine hours of sleep. That's just what my body needs. And unfortunately... I oftentimes go on, you know, five, six, seven hours. Some of that is poor decision making. I stayed up too late, you know, playing a game or watching another video or maybe it was reading another book. I need to have boundaries. And when I set those boundaries and I have great sleep, it has a positive impact on those around me. Um, Another thing you could consider is, you know, exercising or eating well. That's what my husband tells me. You know, like eating well and exercising changes everything. So those are his two cents for, for this particular podcast. So you're creating a great environment through just maintaining yourself. Another one, get rid of the distractions around you, which include your cell phone when you're teaching. You're in there, and I've seen it happen, people texting while they're on the phone, you know, while they're teaching. They put you in a group, and then they're texting. I find it a complete distraction for not only me, the learner, or me, the trainer. It's distracting in both ways. I was at a store yesterday, and what I I went to customer service to get help with something, and literally, I waited there over a minute watching the person that was supposed to help me text, and her phone was in the drawer. So she was in the drawer texting, and I just stared at her so that when she looked up, she would know that I knew she wasn't doing her job. Now, I don't know it for sure. Maybe she was texting someone in the, you know, business, but... The reality is, why are you hiding your phone in a drawer? So it was distracting, and it did not bring that positivity to that conversation. 
So what are those activities that you do in the classroom that distract you from focusing on those in the classroom? One example might be not preparing in advance. So I create all of my flip charts that I possibly can in advance, and then the in-the-moment ones that make sense for brainstorming or having you know, your group come up and write for you can be done for you. But there are a lot of posters that need to go up on the wall in my classes, and I want to make sure that those are prepared in advance so that I'm not distracted. Um, another distraction could be if I got in an argument with someone before class. Maybe I got a phone call from the kid's school. Whatever it might be, how do I come back from that so I can really connect with those in the room? Anything that might distract you, uh, paying your bills, uh, maybe it's connecting with someone that's coming to your home to finish a project. Do all of that in advance so that you can be really focused on the people that are around you. Another thing is to be okay with, this is one that I stink at, but I'm learning. And in 2018, this is my goal, is to be okay with saying no. I I know I overcommit because I don't say no. And that is a distraction when I'm in class and I'm thinking, oh, I have to get this done by the end of the day. Oh, I promise this. Those types of things. How can you say no to things that you don't really need to be doing or you could delegate to someone else? So often I take it on because I feel like I should do it all. I was so proud of myself when I actually said no to a friend of mine. Um, and I are actually a colleague of mine and I pushed back on them to do the work. I said, if you write the email, I will send it because I have the connection. Normally I would have said, oh yeah, I'll write the email and I'll send it. Uh-uh. I put it back in their court so that I could be focused on other things. These are just a few ideas for you to be purposeful with your positivity and engaging with other people. I'm Becky Pike Pluth from the Bob Pike Group. This is your creative training tip for this Friday.